Welcome to the Revision Path podcast, brought to you by Revision Path, a showcase of the world's black graphic designers, web designers, and web developers. I'm Maurice Cherry, and this week I'm talking with front-end developer Irv Briscoe. Irv is the founder of Vaughn91, an interactive design studio based out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, Design and web development is a big passion of Irv's, and he specializes in building experiences that make people's lives easier. Now, this is a bit of a longer interview. It's about an hour in length, but we touch on a lot of good topics, so I hope you enjoy. Okay, I'm here talking with Irv Briscoe. Irv, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. I'm a front-end developer. Um, I basically write code, uh, HTML, CSS, JavaScript, jQuery, all the cool languages. Um, I build web and desktop applications for, um, I work with Target, um, currently doing a project for Subaru. Um, I've done a few stuff with Polaris and a few big brands here and there. Um, but I'm primarily a front-end developer. Okay. Now, I was about to ask you about your, your agency and your, your brand experience. I was looking through your your resume and through your website. Uh, you've worked with some, some big names. How have those experiences uh, sort of helped shape you as a front-end uh, designer? I, I've worked, I started out freelancing and working with small clients. Um, and uh, whenever I've gotten a chance to work with a big brand, I usually just jump on it. Um, and from working with them, I, I kind of like working with smaller clients um, because the bigger brands are a little harder to work with. Um, they have a bit more of a corporate atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little, it's a, little, a lot slower to get things done and, and to, to implement cool features. Um, they have to go through the whole chain command and uh, all that good stuff. But, but um, from working with them, I've I've gotten a lot. I've gotten a lot of great experience, and I've worked with some really smart people. Um, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I'd imagine that even working with big brands, aside from the slowness that that you're kind of talking about, you have the opportunity to have your work uh, seen by a, a large number of people that you may not. Uh, you have a lot of exposure, I would say, that you probably wouldn't have through smaller clients. Yeah, it's it's always cool to see a commercial um, for an experience that you've built. Um, one, the, my first like, oh my god, this is this is so fucking cool moment was when uh, I built uh, Sunny D does a um, a campaign every year, drink up and download. Um, I got the chance to do front end uh, for their uh, drink up and download app. Mm-hmm. Um, and whenever I saw commercials for it, um, telling people to go to the app and to register their code, I was always excited. Um, I was like, oh, look at that. I built that. Um, <laughs> it's always nice to have that feeling of pride and, and you see something that you've been working on for a few months um, and you've put a lot of hard work in and it's being uh, promoted to a large amount of people in the large audience. Um, it's really cool. That's awesome. How do you uh, sort of keep motivated and inspired with your work? I haunt, I haunt for inspiration like crazy. Um, I, Tumblr is a great one. 
designspiration.net, Tribble, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, I've used Twitter a lot. Um, I've met, I last a few months ago, I got the chance to go to New York for a month and I, I met up with a lot of buddies that I've known on Twitter and I've been going back and forth on and arguing um, about new UIs mm-hmm. or, you know, de- development techniques. Um, got a chance to meet them, and that was a great experience. Um, I totally forgot the question. <laughs> I was asking how you how you uh, sort of keep motivated and inspired, but you did yeah. give me something yeah. else I wanted to ask about. Yeah, no. Um, so from meeting them, that was a great experience, and you know, the collaboration between once once you meet a developer and you hear what they have to say, and um, you compare and contrast different techniques that you guys use. Um, that's always fun to do. Um, but for inspiration, I, I have a lot of online resources that I go to every day. Um, and there's always friends. Um, I have a lot of creative friends that um, always show me cool things that they're working on. And we give each other feedback um, on ways to make the experience better um, and make things easier for the user. Cool. Yeah, I, uh, one of the people that, that I've interviewed before, um, I, th- I think he told me about you, Sanango Akpem, who did Lost Nigeria and Pixel Fable. Yep. Um, he's one of the uh, people that I met up with in New York, first time meeting um, after years of uh, going back and forth on Twitter. Nice. Uh, who are who are some of your, your influences? Like, have you had any mentors that have helped, kind of helped you along the way? Um, yeah, I, I, I have, of course, have a few, like, personal mentors that I've known since I was a kid and, uh, people that I've looked up to, uh, but people like Jeffrey Zeldman, um, Tim Berners-Lee, people that are doing great and awesome things for the web, um, those are people that I, that I follow religiously on Twitter and, you know, try to keep up with what they're doing and, uh, the things that they're sharing, um. Because I, I, it turns out that they, they, they usually share things that are, you know, new and upcoming and things that are, um, they, they're, they themselves are early adapters. Uh-huh. Um, and it's, it's great to piggyback off of them to figure out, you know, what's new, what's coming on, what should I look out for, for development techniques and um, cool implementations of, uh, of uh, features for uh, browsers and all that good stuff. Okay. Uh, so let's uh, shift gears a little bit. I know before we were talking about your your agency and your brand experience, and you have a, a your own. I don't know if I'd call it a design studio or a design company. Uh, Vaughn ninety one. Vaughn ninety one is something that I've been experimenting with for the last, I think, four or five years. Uh huh. Um, it started out um, as Briscoe Web Solutions. Mm-hmm. I pretty much uh, I I got a big contract with um with a government organization out here in Minnesota, and I needed to get an LLC. So I was like, okay, I'll get an LLC. And started out as Briscoe Web Solutions. Um, started doing some work under that, um, getting clients, and then I was like, ah, oh, Briscoe Web Solutions isn't a cool name at all. <laughs> um, so I uh, rebranded, renamed to Vaughn91. Uh, Vaughn uh, being the opposite of NOV, November. I was born November mm-hmm. and 1991. Um, so I was able to mash that together, bring out Vaughn 91. Um, I with through Vaughn 91, um, I've been able to work with a lot of cool developers to uh, work on um, a lot of cool projects for multiple, for numerous brands. 
Uh-huh. Um, and it's been great. It's turning into a studio. Um, I'm not sure which direction I want to go with it yet. Um, I want to I want to build it up and be able to um, work with more developers and get something solid. Um, right now, it's a few friends of mine, um, a few coworkers that I've worked with, and a cool uh, a few designers that um, I've done some projects with, and we just collaborate on mm-hmm. on our projects here and there. Um, but it's something that I'm tweaking and uh, figuring what to do with, and I want to expand it and and grow as much as possible. And and how long has has Vaughn ninety one sort of been going? Um, actively, probably about a little over three years. Okay, cool. Um, I'm a I'm a I'm anal about development. Um, writing code is something that I love doing. I've loved doing it since high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and find anyone the direction that I really want to take it in is to be like a. Um, a in-house development studio. I, I partner with a lot of designers here and there, um, but I want it to be um, like a that studio that does development, builds great apps, um, right. and really cares about the products that we're you know that we're putting out there. Right. So the focus is more, like you said, it's on development. It's not really yeah. on. on it's design. not really on design. Um, I got you. Yeah, because I, I started out as a designer. Um, I love design, but I got frustrated with um, not being able to develop my own design, so I got into development, um, and I love it. Um, things that you can do are, is just crazy, and it blows my mind every day whenever I see a new new specs or new features for browsers and stuff like that. Um, and I, I, I have a huge passion for development, mm-hmm. and I want to share that and to be able to um, help other people get that that passion and see how awesome development is, um, and to collaborate together to build great um, experiences for uh, users. How is the uh, I guess design development? I guess more so uh, development. But well, let's just say the overall tech community. How is that? You're in Minneapolis, right? Yeah. How's the the tech community in Minneapolis? It's it's better than I ever thought. Um, two years ago, had no clue there was a tech community in Minneapolis. Um, I pretty much learned everything that I know um, from the internet, following Chris Courier um, and other developers out there that are sharing techniques mm-hmm. um, on their blogs. Um, but recently, I've I've been going to a lot of JavaScript meetups here, um, and I. Monday, um, a few days ago, I went to my first Ruby meetup, okay. uh, and it was great. I learned a lot. I've been thinking about getting more into Ruby on Rails, and just from that experience, I learned a lot, knew, uh, met a lot of cool developers that um, do develop in Ruby, um, and the atmosphere here is supportive. If you want to learn, um, just go to a meetup. Anyone that um, has written the language that you're interested in will will put themselves out there and let you know, hey, I'll be able to help you out um, if you have any questions. And it's really easy to find a mentor um, to learn a new language. Nice. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I recently bought a book uh, called "Learn to Program" by Chris Pine because I'm also trying to get more into into Ruby because uh, I want to be able to build build apps and things. So I have development experience, but I, I am really trying to learn more 
into development. So mm-hmm. that's that's good that the the Minneapolis community, the tech community, is really uh, supportive. How have a lot of those meetups been? Have they been pretty good? It sounds like it has. They're no, they're they're great. Um, I there's a we have a, we have a few small stars out here in Minneapolis. Uh-huh. Um, we have uh, oh god, I'm throwing a brain fart right now. <laughs> um, uh, jQuery UI Day Picker um, was created by or was kind of started by uh, Mark Rubinsky, mm-hmm. um, and it's great to have someone that um, has a lot of experience with JavaScript and jQuery um, out here, um, and he's he's readily available. He has a company out here. He does a lot of projects out here. He also travels a lot, um, but he's based out here, and it's great to go out to those people. Um, like I can't go up to Chris Coy and you know every day and be like, hey, how's it going, you know, uh, what are you working on or whatever, or how do you you know do this or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but Mark, Mark's out here and um, I've I've asked him quite a bit of questions whenever I'm building something and he's he always sticks his neck out and tries to help out as much as possible and that's great. I heard Chris recently uh, moved back. I think he's in Milwaukee now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he just recently moved back from being out in, in the Bay. Um, so I don't know, maybe he'll start doing more appearances and things around, uh, around that area, like around Milwaukee or Minneapolis. Yep. He's, uh, he's been out here a few times. Okay. Um, and Jeffrey Zeldman comes out here with, uh, an event apart every year. Um, and that's great to see people like, uh, Eric, uh, God, what is his name? Um, I'm just throwing brain torch right now. Eric, what what did what did he do? He uh, he's more well known for CSS his CSS reset. Oh um, God, what is his name? Eric Meyer. <laughs> Eric Meyer. Eric yeah. Meyer. Right. Yeah. <laughs> is he is he out there in Minneapolis or he just comes no, out? No, he's not the... out here. Um, okay. He comes out, well, he, he's with the Event Apart crew. Okay. Uh, and Event Apart crew, um, they come out here every year, and that's it's great to see the people that you've been following, you know, year around that, you know, come out here. Um, you can meet up with them, shake their hands, know that they're actual real people. Mm-hmm. Um, that's always great. Have you, outside of, I guess, the meetups and things, have you been to any any tech conferences, any development conferences? Um, yeah, an event apart. I went last year. Uh-huh. Um, I try to go as much as I can, but usually I'm, busy doing whether it's projects or um, going out shooting. I do a bit of photography. Um, and I, I try to do as much creative stuff as possible to make me an all-around better creative. Uh-huh. Um, that's something that I'm trying to focus a lot in currently. I, I started from, I want to be a great designer, uh, got really into design, um, I want to be a great developer, got really into programming and development. And now I just want to be an all-around great creative, and I'm dabbling here and there and um, in different uh, creative fields and trying to see what I can do, see if I can uh, do some cool stuff here and there. How was your experience uh, at Event uh, How's your experience at an event apart? Um, it was great. I learned a lot. Um, I don't know. Conferences, conferences are great here and there, but um, I try to do it at least two a year. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I like writing code, and um, I always watch the videos that they post out. If I don't go to a conference, I 
usually watch their videos. Um, and that's, that's, and it's free. Um, so that's great. Um, sometimes you don't have the money to fly out somewhere and, uh, do it and pay on paper, right. um, expenses and stuff like that. Um, so the videos are always nice, but my experience with conferences, I've, I've loved them. It's, it's a great way to meet other programmers and other people that are in your field, um, and connect and, and all that good stuff. Back to, to Vaughn 91. Uh, how do you, I guess what's, what's the best way that you sort of find new work? How do you choose your clients when it, when it comes down to what you do? Cause it sounds like you're really, uh, you're really invested in making sure that you care about the project. It's not just, Oh, we need to get projects in to sort of, you know, keep the bills paid. Yeah. How do you sort of go about that process? Um, well, I feel like every freelancer starts with, I need to get the bill, get my bills paid. Right. Um, <laughs> like that's, you know, that's something that yes. you, you gotta make money to pay the rent. Yeah, that's true. Um, obviously I started out as, as that. And as I evolved more as a creative and as a, as a programmer, um, I started getting, you know, bigger clients and better work. Um, and I'm switching more. I've, Begun. I've noticed that I'm switching more towards um, I'm doing this project for the money to I'm doing this project and you're the client, I'm the developer, uh, we're building this experience and we're on even playing field. Um, we're not doing work for you. Um, you're not just paying us. Um, we're doing work together. Right. Um, so we're going to uh, suggest things to make the experience better. Um, and really build a great product that we believe in um, and not just something that you've dreamed of and want to put out there. We're, we we try to, um, whenever I work with a designer, um, we collaborate and we try to make the experience um, more interactive mm -hmm. um, for the user. Um, and so, uh, I think I've gone off track a little bit. No, 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 you're good, you're good. Am I good? Yeah. Um, so, Right now, so currently, um, my projects are more geared, um, like, 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 ah, jeez, I have, I'm, I forgot what question, sorry. No, we were talking about sort of how you find oh. clients, the best uh -huh. way to sort of find work, but, th but this is all, it all, it's the process, yeah. Uh -huh. Sorry, this is, this is obviously like my second interview. I, I did one for, uh, for, uh, Forrest. For, was it Forrest Podcast? Yeah, Forrest uh -huh. Podcast, um, I don't know, a while ago. Um, but this is my second uh, audio interview. Don't don't worry about it. You're doing fine. <laughs> You're doing fine. <laughs> um, so, yeah, whenever I'm doing a project, I like to I, – I mean, event, I have, I have a, a way set up. So I, got, I invoice weekly, um, get paid hourly. Um, so if a client says, hey, we don't want to go with you anymore, they can, they can end that relationship whenever they want. Uh -huh. And whenever a client is going, you know, bonkers and crazy, um, we can, you know, end that relationship. Um, and I feel like whenever you're creative and you're working with a client, you want to be in an open relationship and you want to be on the same playing field. Right. You don't want to be a slave to uh, that client and building something that you don't believe in. Um, obviously, you have to have good arguments um, against why you think something is better. And um, I feel like it, being a creative um, and having a bit of freelance experience, um, it helped me get better with communicating with clients 
and um, letting them know this is the web. Um, it's changing. It's 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 uh it's dynamic. It's robust. Um, we can do all these cool stuff for you, um, but some of these cool stuff aren't going to be great for you, user. Um, they're not going to take advantage of these features. Let's drop a few of these. Um, here's, let's, let's add a few um, to make this experience a lot better. Um, I guess I'm, I'm more, user gen more user centered. Um, I, like, I think about the user a lot more than some developers that I know. Mm -hmm. um, I think that um, us developers should stop, stop thinking um, these are my requirements, this is what I'm building. Um, but also think um, this is what I'm building, but this is also what would make it better, a better experience. Um, going that extra mile and uh, building something that you really believe in and that you really care about. All right, I got you. Um, so let's say, for example, because I, I have my own business too. It's been I've had it now for about four years and I always find that sort of in the beginning, there's always a bit of education that you have to do with the client at first because you get, you know, different kinds of clients. Some come and they're educated about the process. They know what they want and it's a very smooth procedure throughout the entire project. And then other clients come and it's a lot of hand holding, a lot of spoon feeding. Uh, if, if there's something that you could tell clients to try to <laughs> – I'd say like any newer prospective clients, if there's something that you could tell them to help, uh, I guess, ease the whole project process, what would it be? I guess I, I, I let them know right away that um, what we're building has their best interest in mind. We're, we're thinking um, uh, how do we make, you know, what they want the best thing possible or the best thing that we can put out there. Uh -huh. um, I guess just you know just letting them know that you have their best interest in mind and getting get, getting that trust from them, um, so that you know they, they can really trust in you and communicate. Um, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Um, openly with you. Right. Okay. Yeah, I, I find that it can be a bit of a challenge at the beginning because the client. Uh, you know, they may have different constraints. This the biggest constraint I tend to find is budget. Sometimes it's time. Sometimes a client will come and they just say, I need this now. Do it. You know, like working uh, at the, you know, like you're a, yeah. a tool as opposed to a person that cares about the project and wants to make sure that you get the best, you know, sort of output for it, for the user and for the client. So, yeah, I, I try to stay away from most clients as much as possible. <laughs> Development is something that I really love doing. And mm -hmm. if there's, if I ever see a client that um, that is, you know, going down that path, you know, I I tend to push them away a bit. You know, let them know, hey, I I'm sorry, I can't work with you. Um, right. It it won't really our relationship won't uh, be well um, if we work together. And I I don't, you know, I I try to push them away as much as possible. So picking, I don't know, picking, noticing those things right off the bat, and uh, picking your clients select like being very picky with the projects that you take and the clients that you work with. Um, last month while in New York, I met with a few brands um, that I really wanted to work with. Um, and we've been going back and forth and uh, talking about working together. I just got my first New York City brand um, and it's left field in New York City. Congratulations. Uh, I, I'm so psyched. It's, 
they're a great brand and they do great stuff and they're I feel like I'm I'm getting more into working with the brands that I really want to work with. Uh-huh. And they, they notice that right away when you're pretty excited to work with them and you give them great ideas off the bat. Uh-huh. Um, they they uh, they notice that and they're even more excited to work with you, in my opinion. That's what I've seen. Right. That's awesome. That's awesome. But as far as, sorry, I think I skipped a few or something in your question earlier. But as far as acquiring projects, um, I don't know. I, I go out there. I try to meet up with um, all the cool brands that I that I really want to work with, and let them know that hey, I want to work with you. You guys, great. You guys have a great branding. Um, your design stellar. Uh-huh. We feel like we can make your web experience a lot better. Here's why we can do that. Um, and try to acquire them if possible. Uh-huh. Um, a few of my bigger projects have just come like sporadically. Um, out of nowhere, um, I would get an email here and there. Um, hey, we have a project. Um, you seem like a good developer. Um, you guys do good work. Um, do you want to work together? Um, and that's always great. Um, I've gotten uh, a lot of referrals, um, a lot from Twitter. Um, funny thing is I got my first full-time gig from Twitter. Wow. Uh, that was great. Um, I was kind of a kind of, I was being, I was being a bit cocky. Um, there's this, there's this agency out here called Fusion Room, mm-hmm. and uh, I remember I tweeted them. Uh, I was like, "Hey, you guys should hire me." Dot dot dot. Seriously, um, it was because their 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 website at the at the at that point was really bad, and I was like, "Hey, you guys, you guys do great work. You have great client. Um, I'd really like to work with you guys." Um, and uh, turns out that the tweets were going to the CEO. I got an interview, ended up working with them for a little over a year, um, wow. and that was great. Um, I feel like people underestimate, underestimate Twitter. Um, that power of um, one-to-many and many-to-one is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, being able to contact, you know, to get in contact with anyone right away, um, ask them questions, whether it is, um, can you describe this CSS property to me? Or, um, like, a few times I've... Um, Got into a few problems where I did not know how to implement something or something just wasn't working um, quite well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've tweeted it out, hey, um, this is my code, like a JS fiddle. Um, this is my code. This is what I'm trying to uh, implement. Um, what am I doing wrong? And I have had a few friends on Twitter you know, uh, tweet me back, hey, this is the right way to do this, um, and I I'm eternally grateful uh, mm-hmm. for Twitter and uh, and the help that I've gotten from uh, everyone on there. There's there's something that you mentioned that I think it, well that you just talked about that's really interesting about sort of the the peer collaboration aspect when it comes to design and development. I know that I've run across designers and developers that are almost stingy when it comes to <laughs> when it comes to collaborating so say for example if they're if it's a problem or something that they're running across they won't try to put it out to the community to mm-hmm. you know sort of shop it around and try to see what the solution is because they feel it might expose their deficiency as a designer or a developer and they want to come off as someone that that knows their shit basically um which i don't think helps you know i, I think i don't think that helps the community as a whole when you're when you're sort of like that, you know, we're all sort of helping each other out because 
this technology and everything changes at such a rapid pace. Yeah. And I don't, in life, no one really is an expert, um, especially with technology right. and development. There are always new specs. There are always new ways, new and better ways to do something. Um, if you feel like you're a professional developer, mm-hmm. um, I call bullshit on that all the time. And I'm like, <laughs> are you saying, and if you're, I, I feel like if you have a problem, don't ever be afraid to fail, first of all. Um, right. You're going to do it a lot. That 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 just happens. Right. You learn from it, um, and you move on. It's life. Um, I I I have no problems with sticking my neck out there and saying, "Hey, I have no clue how to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, can someone help me, or can someone point me in the right direction?" Um, I learn from it personally. Um, you know, they also learn from it. Um, they share that resource. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like um, us human beings we're sharing culture. Um, especially with social media, um, everyone wants to share uh, what they're up to, what they're doing, what's cool, um, and all that good stuff. Right. Um, so I, 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 I don't have a problem with looking dumb. Um, I feel like I, I learned from that, from those experiences personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know, people that feel like they're professionals and know what they're doing, um, that's, that's definitely the wrong way to go. I wonder if that's – I don't know if that's a generational thing or not. I've found that uh, the the attitude we were sort of talking about before about the people that don't really want to share or help out, that it seems – I found that mostly among older designers, maybe ones that, that might have started out, I don't know, maybe in the 90s or so, where, where the, the, uh, the sentiment is that they were self-taught and they're still they're still here you know, 20 years later or whatever. And it, when it comes to helping out, I don't know if it's a pride thing. It's, it's, it's a bit odd. I don't, I don't quite understand that. Um, but speaking about sort of generational and, and age things. So you, you mentioned earlier, uh, sort of tangentially, I guess. So you're a young, you're a young developer. I am. I'm, I'm really young. How has that sort of, helped you or hindered you you think in any sort of way when it's come down to the work that you get or the experiences that you've had in this community has that how has that been i felt like it did at first especially when i was a 19 year old developer um working for an agency and um fresh out of fresh out of high school Mm -hmm. um and in college um I felt like it, it kind of sucked a bit. Uh, people would look at me and, and think, hey, this guy's only 19, year old, 19 years old. Right. He doesn't know what he's doing. And I, I would get compliments. I've been doing this for longer than you have. Um, and that, <laughs> that kind of bothered me a little bit. Uh-huh. But you get over it and uh, you, you learn. Um, but I, now that I'm 21 and I can grab beers with other developers, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm perfectly fine with it. I, I still get a few comments, hey, uh, you know, you're a young guy, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, but I don't feel like age should hinder you from doing what you want to do in life. Right. Um, I, I was lucky enough to figure out what I wanted to do as, at, an, at an early age mm-hmm. um, in high school, and I'm still doing it, and I love it. Um, this is like a passion of mine, and I, I mean, I, I would really like to be doing this for the rest of my life. Um, so I, I, if some, some people here and then they say, hey, you're only 21. I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm still not where I want to be. Um, right. I still have plans and goals, and I am working 
hard to get to them. Uh Um, And I I feel like age, people get, you know, clunked up in these age groups. um, And that's kind of the way how our educational system is. If you're this age, you're in this grade. Mm -hmm. Um, But there are people, there are people way smarter than the the grade that they're in. um, And they have to be in those grades because they're, you know, that age. I don't feel like um, you should personally feel, hey, I'm, I'm only 21. Uh-huh. Um, I shouldn't be doing this or I shouldn't be um, going out there and, and uh, doing whatever I want to do or uh, pursuing my goals. Right. I would I would almost say, well, I'm not going to almost say, I'll say that younger designers and developers have a greater advantage starting out now than I think people 10 years ago because, and I, well, yeah, 10 years ago because for a lot of designers and developers that sort of started out in the early 2000s or so when it comes down to resources and things there was nothing well not nothing there wasn't a lot of stuff there were Mm. books there were websites you know you went to a website you viewed the source code and tried to reverse engineer it there were sites maybe like dynamicdrive.com where they had these little dhtml snippets and you tried to sort of figure out how it all worked Whereas mm-hmm. I think now there's so much stuff just in terms of of uh, educational programs at uh, institutions of higher learning. So like Full Sail, uh, I, I know DeVry has a, a, a good course. And then even colleges like Georgia Tech has a really good uh, sort of, not web design but or web development, but they certainly take that into account in their computer science majors and things. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's web-based stuff like Code Academy, Treehouse. Uh, yep, Treehouse, Code School. Yeah. Uh, for younger developers and designers, they're getting not only the benefit of a lot more learning uh, environments, but mm-hmm. also that they're learning those best practices that it took the designers five and ten years ago. You know, years to figure out. Yeah. So when learning, you're when you're sort of coming up, you're like, oh, I'm learning the best way right now that yeah. can be used right now. Yeah, it's 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 definitely a lot more easier to learn web development now than it was probably ten years ago. Um, and I, I I don't know people people say they it's so hard. Look at this code. Oh my god, it, it <laughs> overwhelms them. And I'm like, no, I I a few of my friends and I. Always, my designer friends and I always debate whether or not they should learn code. Uh-huh. Code is, I don't know, I feel like writing code is so fun. Um, yeah. And that, that might just be only me or, a, you know, a few people. Um, <laughs> but um, I feel like JavaScript is one of the funnest languages ever. Um, just writing it and debugging it, um, figuring out what's wrong. And, and when, once you, there's always that aha moment. Um, when you're a programmer, when, when you get it, um, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh shit, this is, you know, this is how this works. Um, and when you get something that actually, you know, work that you've been, uh, working effortlessly on for like two hours and it finally works and you just put your hand in there and like, yes. Yeah. Um, that's, that's one of the best feelings ever in my opinion. Um, and writing code and learning how to write code is not hard. Um, people say that, oh, you, only smart people do this. This is this is hard. Um, the next generation that's coming out, um, that's in uh, high school right now. Those those kids are gonna they they're gonna need to learn how to write code. Yeah. Um, 
it's one of the biggest industry right now. Um, they're, they're awesome uh, tech startups and companies out there that are building great um, experiences. Um, and I feel like if there were, there are more smart people uh, developing and programming, um, we would have even better. Um, I remember when uh, develop, Flash developers uh, were switching over to HTML. Mm-hmm. Um, we got crazy cool experiences and user interfaces because they brought their Flash experience over to JavaScript and HTML and CSS. Um, and they started building like some of the coolest experiences ever and just using JavaScript um, in ways that no one else thought to use them. Right. So I feel like if, if more people from other industries and other creatives learn how to write code, um, there's, I mean, we can only get better. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Are, are there any personal projects that you're working on right now? Personal projects? Um, God, I have so many personal projects. <laughs> some of them on the shelf. Some of them I dabble in here and there. Um, right now, um, for the last few months, my time has been spent um, mostly on the projects that I'm doing for Subaru um, and Left Field. Um, and just trying to figure out the direction that I want to go for Vaughn 91. And I... I just started working with a new developer with Vaughn 91, um, and he's great. Um, and we've just been just been uh, kicking ass, and it's it's great to be able to. It's great when you work on your own projects and you're you're in charge of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've I've worked with I've worked under a lot of people here and there over the past few years, and it's great to get those experience and bring it all together and work with other great developers to uh, build something that that you have full control over and you, you can you can be proud of and you can really own. Where do you see yourself in the next, let's say the next five years in terms of your business, creative, you know, creative wise, where do you sort of see yourself in the near future? Um, I don't know. I try not to think that far. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more of a in the mail person. Um, I don't know. I in five years, I, I I don't think I'll be writing as much code in five years as I am right now. Okay. Um, uh, I've been I've been going I've been writing less and less code. Um, last year I wrote a ton of code, but I've been I've been working a lot with other developers and really trying to teach um, mm-hmm. as much as possible and try to share the techniques that I've learned um, because I five people can do more work a lot better work than one person. Right. Um, and I, I've, I've had to learn that the hard way where I've been like working 24 seven, trying to trying to build something super awesome. Um, and I'm like, Oh man, this, this would have been done already if I, if I was working with another person. <laughs> um, so I, I want to collaborate more, um, definitely work with a lot more developers and designers over the next few years. Um, try to grow Vaughn 91 to be, you know, something that I work on, full time uh-huh. um, and that I do that I spend put a lot more effort in um, and I really want to I really want to I don't know I want to do more awesome stuff I want to build more awesome applications I want to work with a lot of cooler brands and people that brands that really know what they're doing and, and uh, have honed in on their market and uh, know what their goals are 
um, and how to make their, you know, the users. I've, I've, okay, so I've, sorry, I'm going to just like go on a short no, little agent yeah, and go. then come back to that. Um, <laughs> so with Vaughn 91, um, I've been trying to home in on the e-commerce and publishing um, industries. Uh-huh. So left field um, is a part of that e-commerce. Um, they they're, uh, they have an online shop where redeveloping their uh, web experience and probably their mobile experience. Um, so I've been trying to home in on those two industries, um, and that that's my goal for Vaughn anyone. I want to be I want to I want it to be um, known for those two things. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like publishing is booming. Um, there are a lot of great blogs out there. Um, a lot of great, rich content, um, and people don't know how to uh, convey that to the user effectively. And I feel like if we uh, can help those publishers, um, it'll make their life a lot easier. Um, the users will love them, and they'll the users will be able to their users will be able to you know digest that content easily and faster. I'm a speed freak, and I I love it when applications are fast mm-hmm. um efficient and just fluid across the board if if you could choose any any brand right now that you'd want to work with and 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 do great work for them which one would it be just off the top of your head like if you had a, a the perfect client perfect brand in mind who you would want to work with huh Jeez, that's a hard one. There's so many of them. <laughs> um, well, like I said, I've I've been trying to do I, any like there. I don't know. Hybe sounds like seems like a cool, a really cool blog, and they they're doing it correctly. Um, mm-hmm. They're doing the blog. They're doing their online store. They're they're homing into that you know hipster wannabe market. Who, who was this again? I'm sorry. Hypebeast. Hypebeast. Okay. Yeah, okay. They're, they're doing it correctly. I'm I'm targeting. I'm trying to target brands kind of like that, um, that are into that streetwear, um, fashion, um, kind of market. Mm-hmm. Um, and try to reach. They they try to reach out to those people that you know are interested in that kind of stuff. Um, I'm trying to. I. It's hard to think for. Uh, I, it's hard to think. Um, of a specific brand, um, because I've I don't know I've 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 accomplished the uh, for me personally I've accomplished the what I wanted to do um, or the 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 brand recognition that I wanted personally mm-hmm. um, when I first started out I was working with mom and pop stuff now that I've you know kind of work with these corporate giants um, I'm kind of shying away from them. A lot. Um, I want to mm-hmm. work with the, uh, the the guy that owns this fashion brand, and he's 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 uh, he's been doing this for years, and uh, he he's really passionate um, about his brand, and that's Christian from Leftfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it's it's really great to see other people that are passionate in their field, and I want to work with other people that share that passion and that really love what they're doing, um, and not just in it for the money or the recognition, um, but they're in it because they, they love what they're doing, what they're doing and the quality that they're putting out there. So I guess that's kind of, that's the mentality of, you know, whenever I meet with a client, 
or the owner of a brand. Um, I, I try to see if there's passion there. If there's passion there, then great, we can work together uh, uh-huh. because we can, I can. I feel like I can piggyback off of that um, and you know brainstorm better ways to make um, their experiences better. Right. I think it also just helps in terms of. I mean, even if you're just thinking about the project at the at the base level, it just helps when both parties are are excited about it, are excited yeah. about the outcome, as yeah. opposed to the developer or the designer being excited and the the client just being like, okay, send me the invoice, you know? Yeah, yeah. What's and and this will be the last question. So, what's the best advice that you've been given? Uh, I guess about this whole industry, about development. What's some of the best advice that you've gotten? Stay hungry, stay foolish. Um, <laughs> we all know who said that, right? Uh, I, 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 I love that advice. Um, it, it's exactly what um, I try to be every day. Um, I always want to go the extra mile. I always want to um, work hard. Um, I feel like that's that's something that um, my generation kind of lacks in. Um, everyone wants to find that easy way out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, 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 whenever I see people, they ask me, oh, how are you, how are you doing this? Um, you know, whatever. I'm like, you got to put in the work. Um, there, were, there are countless of hours um, that I've spent in my parents' basement when I lived with them just writing code. And that mm-hmm. was it. Um, and that was, that was it. for I, I did that for, I think, three or four months. I just wrote code. Um, and... Personally, it was the best thing I've ever did for my career um, because I was learning a lot and I was putting in a lot of hard work. Um, you're not going to learn anything um, if you just slack off. You're, you're, you got to go out there. You got to try to get the clients. Um, um, you got to be your own person and you just got to get shit done. Right. I, I totally agree about having to put in, put in the work. I think I remember hearing something about, uh, I forgot who said it, but it was something along the lines of, I, it might have been Malcolm Gladwell. I'm not 100% sure, but it was about putting in sort of 10,000 hours, I think, towards whatever your your passion is to become, I guess, an expert at it. But I think just to become good at it to the point where yeah. you're, you're proficient enough to handle tasks that need to happen. You have to put in the work. It's not just about taking a course or picking up a book and then saying, you know, I can code now. Well, no, you can code that, that example that you did, but it's really about putting in the work because then that gives you the knowledge to, to approach pretty much any situation and figure out how to break it down to its components. So you can, you know, sort of produce the, uh, the end result. So a hundred percent agree with that. Well, Irv, thank you so, so much for taking time out of your busy schedule uh, to do this interview. I really appreciate it. Where can uh, the Revision Path audience find you online? Twitter, Irv Briscoe, I-R-V-B-R-I-S-C-O-E. It's, I don't know, anywhere Irv Briscoe. Um, I try to, it's really important um, to keep your, when you're a freelancer or you're a creative, it's really important to keep keep your branding consistent. Uh-huh. I try to do that in everywhere. Um, if you go anywhere that is design related or developer related, and I don't know, do slash or Brisco, chances are you're going to find me. Um, yeah, at urbisco.com. Um, this was great. This was another great experience for me um, doing interviews, um, and I'm definitely going to learn from this one. 
Thanks, man. Awesome. Thanks. I appreciate it. Yeah. And that about wraps it up for this week. Uh, thank you for tuning in to the Vision Path podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you are interested in sponsoring the podcast, there will be information in the show notes. You can sponsor either per episode or exclusively. Just uh, check the information in the show notes, send me an email, and we can make it happen. Thanks again for listening. Peace. Thank you.